Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, we made up our minds. We're talking high school all-star football. That's an idea that uh, was brought to the table by the former USFL uh, president. Uh, Brian Woods is his name. They're going to call this the Prep Super League. Uh, it consists of 12 teams. Uh, they say spread throughout the country. Yeah. I kind of disagree with with that term, uh, Strick, because the teams are Atlanta, Cleveland, Dallas, Houston, New Jersey, New Orleans, L.A., Miami, Phoenix, San Diego, San Francisco, and Tampa. You wouldn't want to play in any of those cities? I would love to play in, in those school? cities. The issue is, what about a Chicago-St. Louis team? You make those kids go all the way to Cleveland. Yes. No. <laughs> what about what about the Pacific no, Northwest? What does. about are you going to send Seattle kids <laughs> down to San Francisco? It does make it tough. You're you're, you're absolutely right. That's that's all. But they, I'm but they're, but but so here's here's the thing. I think it sparked a lot of times from the IMG situation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have the Boscos and. You, you have the modern, the modern days. days. You have all them playing these types of games anyway, right? So seven on seven is basically travel leagues now. Right. So in, in your mind, a lot of these kids are already doing this. Now, the way you can offset it is one, <clears throat> I would think you'd probably have to put them in the dorm setting where they would have to coaches and would have to be some definite oversight, right? I think the sponsorships and the NIL situations would be a part of the way to pay for it. Mm-hmm. So if you can't get those type of deals, it would limit you, but you want to be good enough to be able to land those types of deals. It gives you the opportunity to increase your NIL value. Mm-hmm. It gives you the opportunity to be seen. So think if you came in off of, off of a, an injury, mm-hmm. 707 is not going to help you. Right. You're coming off an injury. You had an injury in season. Maybe it was, you know, um, a knee, a broken arm or collarbone or whatever the case may be. It's healed. You get in. Now you're able to get into the season and maybe be an impact. And I love the fact that that I'm not saying it's great, but I'm, 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 I'm thinking of the idea of it. I love the fact that they are also taking into account it's going to be during open period for recruiting. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it'll allow them to get visibility that maybe mm-hmm. they had missed out on. It'll allow that to happen again and, and up the stakes on that. So I, I think there's some great potential in it. I like the idea of it, um, but we're getting into territory that's kind of different. Now, does this become the, the, the league that kind of circumvents college you know, I mean, I don't know. So that's the thing to kind of consider. That's the conversation. So uh, this article we found uh, from On3 uh, says that uh, Woods, the, the ex-USFL president, says he doesn't envision this becoming the next IMG, not like a, a boarding school just for athletics. He says the cities were picked because, you know, kind of they're hotbeds and they want their kids that, you know, sign up for this league to still go to their high school during the day. And they'll practice a few times a week. And what they're saying would be kind of an NFL mini camp 
style of practice, kind of kind of minimal contact, which I think is good after you get on with a long season. Mm-hmm. And like you said, especially for guys coming off injury, you want to be able to play and get yourself out there, but save as many snaps as, as mm-hmm. you can. The other thing that I think is important, too, is for the visibility, running it from uh, next year would be you know April 19th to May 24th, that six-week window, that would be huge for that visibility. So the question that I would have is, what are insurance liabilities or, or who is, who is held accountable for that? Is it the mm-hmm. teams? Is it the organizations? Um, is it the parents? Um, who, who would have to account for that? Because you've got to also think that these kids would also be out on this field. Something happens, ACL tear. Is it, does it affect their career? Um, because it's extra work that's going to be potentially heavy on the body. Right. Uh, Again, from the same article, apparently uh, the the league would already have a health and safety partner, not named. Athletes would be required to have their own insurance to play over these six weeks. And they're saying they want to get this league done so they can recuperate for the fall. Mm -hmm. So it seems like they've at least somewhat thought it out. The two biggest questions to me, Strick, are are this. Number one, multi-sport athletes. These four- and five-star recruits, I'd be curious to see the breakdown on how many of them, you know, would run track, would play baseball, because if you're going to have to set aside six weeks of your spring season to play in this league, it's going to make it that much tougher to play a second sport. It would eliminate, definitely eliminate that. And, And that's a great topic of discussion, Austin, is people, well, let me just say it like this. I, throughout my whole career, both in baseball, basketball collegiately, NBA. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at a total of almost 18 years, 15, 16 years, mm-hmm. right? Um, on top of the years of football, um, from youth all the way up, I have never had a major injury. Mm-hmm. No ACLs. No, 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 nothing major, no mm-hmm. broken, nothing. Now, I'm, that's a blessing. I'm just going to say the ability Strict's to have getting different. through that is crazy. Mm-hmm. I tear my Achilles after I'm freaking done playing, right? That's crazy, right? <laughs> Either good timing or ironic. Sheesh. <laughs> so check this out, though. I believe, and I can't help me if you're a medical doctor or you're something on the line, 402-464-5685, and you can maybe attest to this or you maybe have done some studies or saw some, you know, some written documentation on this to help me. Um, I believe this, Austin, and this is why I'm glad you went there, that those who play multiple sports throughout the course of years, you're using different muscles. You're training. You're strengthening. You're, you know, you're you're resting. So even though you're playing basketball after you've played football, you're using different muscles. Right. Right. So my muscles that I would normally be using, I'm getting a break on. That's that's mm-hmm. not happening. This is why I believe a lot a lot of injuries are happening in these sports, like at AAU, and people are tearing knees more regularly and doing all of it because they're constantly stressing parts of their bodies from a certain age. Mm-hmm. And it's constant because when they're done with basketball, you're still playing AAU, and then you're playing in the summer, and then you get into the fall, and you're playing. It's like nonstop. Mm-hmm. In baseball, they're doing legion. They're doing all of this uh, off-season stuff. Now they're going to play. So they're always constantly doing something or training. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the same thing with football. Right. So 
because these guys are not doing multiple sports, like I did wrestling, I did track, I did all these different sports, I think it helped me to eliminate myself from the stresses of, 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 of the injuries that were potentially available to me. Right, because there's at some point, you know, <clears throat> diminishing returns on working on the same skills over and over again, especially if you're stressing the same muscles in the same way. You've got to work those other muscles, you know, to support the other yeah. ones, to keep some wear and tear off of it, and... You know, there's you're not going to use the same moves in basketball and football and no. baseball, but think about a, a nice little simple crossover in basketball. You're trying to change directions really quick. Would developing a better crossover in the basketball court help you, you know, juke a safety? Couldn't hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, the hand-eye mm-hmm. coordination mm-hmm. for baseball. Is that going to help you drop passes or help you catch passes? Mm-hmm. You know, the working on the timing of your basketball shot, is that going to help you, you know, time up a rebound versus time up a jump ball as a wide receiver? There's so many ways you can work on different skills that you can translate yes. different ways. And I think that's huge. Yeah. As a coach, I want my kids playing multiple sports for all those As a parent, reasons. I would too. Talk about the parent <laughs> aspect. Yeah, as a parent, I think they, they limit the lessons that can be learned. And, and, and I, this is something, I know this is a topic that Cluster and I talked about. I don't know if it'll be what we'll talk about next Tuesday, but this is a topic that I know we've, we've discussed talking about. Because I believe that in, in, in some instances, parents live vicariously through their children. Mm-hmm. Maybe they weren't able to get to the levels that they wanted to. You know, my dad was a tremendous athlete. Um, he decided to go into the Air Force because, you know, little Stricky was born. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, he decided to make that move. Uh, but was, he was, was a, he was an all Stricky? conference, huh? Was there ever a little Stricky or a Stricky? Uh, always, Stricky a always a big, big Stricky. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think kids, parents, uh, pre- and the pressure is even more highly mounted now because you're dealing with NIL, you're dealing with you know not only scholarships, you're dealing with mm-hmm. trying to get. You're looking at what these contracts are looking like. You're looking at generational. And, and parents are pushing. And, and look, parents are paying. Like, you know, I, my daughter was in travel volleyball. It, it ain't cheap. You know what I'm saying? Parents are really shelling out a lot to make sure their kids are put in position. And I think there's sometimes parents are a little bit, what's the word, Austin? Um, they think that maybe their kids are a little bit more farther along than maybe they are. I, I, yep. I don't want to, you know, mm-hmm. discredit anybody mm-hmm. and say, but there, that is there. I mean, there's some, there, there can be some delusion about really the fullness of what your, your kids capabilities are um, relative to the, the, the globe scope and the percentages <laughs> that make it, you know what I mean? Right. On, on that front, um, first of all, Chase B on the text line says there definitely was a little Austin. Yes. I was five foot, 100 pounds going into high school. I grew eight inches and put on 30 pounds between my freshman and sophomore years and then, you know, finished growing from there. But something I don't like about high school athletes, especially playing one sports trick, is that it feels like it's gotten so professionalized. I was never good enough to be where I could make it about me and look, you know, to the next level. How do I maximize what I could do in this sport, you know, for a living? That was never me. So for me, Again, I was extremely blessed to have gone to Lincoln Lutheran, a class C1 school where I could have played football, chose not to, but I was able to play basketball and baseball, Mm -hmm. enjoy those things, play those multiple sports. And there was that pride for me in putting on that jersey and playing for that team, representing that community. They showed out to support us. I wanted to be there for them. That's what it was about. 
these, you know, top tier athletes that are transferring high schools, I get it. It can help them further that. But I think if they choose to focus on one sport, there's a lot of that that's lost, you know, playing for the name on the front of the jersey. Like, hey, even, you know, just go over to Iowa, Cooper DeGene, you know, playing basketball. His mixtape is kind of ridiculous. And he's a great defensive back for them now. But to me, part of being a high school athlete is that community factor of it. And maybe that's just because it's, you know, maybe it means more in Nebraska or, you know, maybe even down in Texas with some of those football teams or putting on that jersey means something in multiple sports. Because once you choose this path professionally, again, how many people get the opportunity to play multiple sports professionally? Very very minimal. That's where, you know, as as a parent-to-be, seeing other people do that, to me, I don't want, you know, my son to eventually grow up too fast. I want them to be able to enjoy high school, being able to play multiple sports, do multiple activities while they still have the chance because real life's coming soon enough. Facts, facts. And and it's well said, well stated, because I'm going to throw this at you. Um, the NIL situation. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, it, with regards to the same topic that we're talking about, how long, Austin, will Georgia, Florida, and Texas – be able to hold out not allowing their high school athletes to be able to get into NIL, NIL space with not other long. with other states like 29 other states mm-hmm. already have it legal how long yep. like yes you're the you're you are the one of the creams of the crop as far mm-hmm. as where people come and they're hunting and they're looking and they're trying to attract you the talent mm-hmm. but how long are you going to be able to hold out in this space do you think it's a year i don't I, I don't think they can hold out. No. Like, I think it's going to come down to it eventually. The parents, the the families, the organizations, the schools are going to put enough pressure on these 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 people uh, that are running these states that they're going to have to drop drop it. That's another aspect about the Super League is that um, they they have a partner to assist in facilitating NIL deals with athletes, which again, but the Texas and the Georgias and the Floridas can't right. They, they could possibly legally, they cannot. could possibly hinder their eligibility. Right. Yeah. So there's that aspect of it. But on that front too, Strick, again, I know that these are these are athletes and for the time, you know, they should be compensated somehow. But to me, this league shouldn't be about the money for the high school kids. Right. About, you know, raising their profile, yes. Yeah. But I, I think it's dangerous to, you know, work on actual, you know, dollars and cents figures for high school athletes when to me the value of this league would be in how does it prepare me for the next level? How does it get me on the radar I agree. for these teams to set the stage for NIL deals rather than actually getting an NIL deal to play in the league? Is that I, fair? I agree. I agree. But what, but what I'm seeing is I'm looking at the plans for the locations of these teams. You've got two in Texas, Dallas, Houston. You've got one in Florida, Miami. And there aren't any I don't see in oh, two in Florida, Miami and Tampa, none in Georgia. Oh, one in Georgia. So you've got all of these locations that you can't. How are you gonna How are you gonna facilitate that happening without risking and putting the risk of those players in? So well, I, that's just school. something I'm thinking about, right? It's just on mm-hmm. my mind. Like that doesn't make sense. You right. know, go over South Carolina mm-hmm. because then you're gonna force parents to say, you know what, bump here. Let me move over here to South Carolina. Right. Uh, you know, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Or North, go play in Charlotte. That's another major city. Um, okay, so you so you're a high school athlete. 
in Atlanta, in Houston, in Dallas, approached about playing in this league. Do you take that risk and bank on these states passing laws? Or do you say, nah, I'm going to trust my tape right now. I'm going to trust that my high school team is going to be enough exposure. Because that's what these kids are weighing. What I would be weighing and what I would be doing, if that was the case, I would be putting myself educationally in a position that I could say, sayonara, and bounce mm-hmm. with enough. Because, you know, one of the things that they've been talking about is no SAT scores, no ACT scores. So if you don't got to worry about that, as long as your GPAs are right, you've got enough credits, accreditations. If you need to go get those, you can get those however you need to get them mm-hmm. to be able. So if that's your if that's your your plan and if that's what you want, the direction you want, I would be positioning myself to be able to do that, to be able to say peace. All right, I'm out. Makes sense to me. Yeah. Good stuff. Interesting conversation. I'm sure we'll talk more about that uh, throughout the summer and, you know, as this league tries to get off the ground, we'll see what it looks like, what the plans are. Uh, but let's cross it over, DP, in the building. Uh, we'll uh, bridge the gap here at the crossover between On the Block, which is myself, Austin Norman, himself, Eric Strickland, and old school BDP and Jay with you today. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.